This is Internet Marketing. to you by Site Visibility and sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, we'd like to encourage anyone looking for help with their digital marketing to get in touch with Site Visibility. Whether you have a burning digital marketing question or you're looking for an agency to work with, they'd love to hear from you. So give them a call, plus 44-1273-733-433, or you can fill out the form at sitevisibility.co.uk slash contact, or you can talk to either Scott or Sean via the live chat function on the site. They'd be more than happy to help. Now, today I'm very pleased to be joined once again by Mark W. Schaefer, internationally acclaimed speaker, author, and college educator from the mountains of Tennessee in the USA. How are you doing? That is true. Enjoying a beautiful summer here in the mountains of Tennessee. Yeah, it, we were enjoying nice weather down here in the UK, but we've got this really annoying knotty front coming in, and it started to get really windy and really rainy now. But um, yeah, I'd, I think I'd rather be over in, in Tennessee. Now, uh, thanks so much for coming on again. I really enjoyed our chat last time. If I'm not mistaken, as he briefly looks at the website, I think we last spoke in, I think it was March this year, we were talking about being human we also talked about your book uh, marketing rebellion which we'll mm-hmm. talk about at, at the end as well sure. um i love that conversation because a lot of what you spoke about resonated with me just to recap our audience by the way i'd suggest if you haven't listened to that episode i think it was episode uh, 488 go back and have a listen because it was really good um but we spoke a lot about a lot of things but it was all around this whole sort of area of basically people getting fed up being marketed to and how we need to adjust our approach. And you, just before we press the record button, Mark, you told me about a, a story that you heard recently that really, that really got to you. Tell us what happened. Well, first, I think to sort of set the stage, I think it would help to establish kind of my view of marketing and where I think the world needs to be. And I think this example shows that we're still a long, long way from that. Um, You know, I think if you look at where customers are today, they want to be addressed and acknowledged in a human way. They don't like bots. They don't like being interrupted. They're blocking our ads. And so the theme of my new book, uh, Marketing Rebellion, is the most human company wins, right? The most sensitive company, the most caring company, the companies that are going to help people feel like they, you know, align with their purpose. So that Mm -hmm. sets up the stage. And I just learned about this new technology that's being used in customer service. And what it does is it employs AI technology to analyze the, the tone and the words in a, in a customer conversation when people are complaining. And the AI, it basically rates when that person is going to be at the breaking point. And the company doesn't satisfy the customer or give in or provide the discount or whatever they need until they're at the breaking point. Now, think about this. They're using technology to manipulate their customers' emotions and get and waste as much time as possible 
and get them as angry as possible to try to save their marketing costs. Hmm. I think that is one of the most shameful marketing practices I've I've ever heard. There was an article recently about this and you know I think all of us as as marketers if we ever see something like this where we're using technology not to break down barriers, not to be more accessible, more friendly, more human, but to use technology to waste our customers' time to manipulate their emotions, we have we we can do better. We've got to do better. We it, it, we've got to put an end to any sort of practice like that. And and it's time to to push back. I mean, I think that is part of the marketing rebellion I talk about in my book. The yeah. customers have had it. They've had it with with companies who are not going to respect their time, their life, their privacy. That is actually really scary. Um, I I could tell you about a book I've just read, which really got to me, but I don't think we've got time. But it does remind me actually a, a little bit of uh, some of the, uh, we'll just say some of the larger social media platforms and leave it at that, um, who use technology to work out the precise best time to interrupt you to get you to look at something. And I just think that's so scary. Um, yeah. But on a, on a less extreme note, actually, I have a little story of my own that I was I received these emails that seemed to be coming from a human being, and I had a lot of them, and I just wasn't responding to them because I wasn't quite sure how to respond to them. And then uh, another one came, and then another one came, and it was kind of um, oh, you know, my, my recent email. I appreciate you're probably busy, blah blah. And I thought, hang on a minute, these are automated. So I replied to the latest one, and I said, uh, let's call him Fred. I said, Fred, um, are these automated emails? This is a very human way. I'm still waiting for a response. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, scary story. Um, what I want to do in today's show is just as a sort of, you know, as, as I say, if people go back and listen to that first uh, episode that we did, um, they'll get a feel for your, for your book and your thinking. I just wanted to cover a few blog posts that you've done recently. Uh, if you could just have a chat about them in the light of um, the book and in the, in the light of this whole sort of overselling and using technology the wrong way for selling. Uh, you did a blog post recently, I think it was in something something along the lines of uh, getting creative to reach the unreachable customer. Tell us a bit about that. Well, I think this is a reality of our, of our day. And I think that um, customers are not just increasingly unreachable. They're sort of proudly unreachable. Hmm. You know, you think about uh, the ways traditionally we would reach customers. It could be television ads. Well, more and more of our television content is coming through streaming services that are ad-free, like Netflix or Amazon Prime or something like that. We think about we would reach people through radio advertising. People don't hear radio advertising. They listen to Spotify. They're listening to audiobooks mm. where there are no ads. People aren't seeing ads in their news feeds. 30% of people in uh, most Western countries, around 30%, have some sort of ad blockers on their devices. Mm. Those are all traditional marketing channels that are going away. And so we've got to figure out 
new ways. And sometimes these are unfamiliar ideas. They might be they might be things that don't fit neatly on a marketing dashboard. Um, it might be things like experiential marketing, or it could be word of mouth marketing, or it could be um, influence marketing or something like that. These are all important growing trends that uh, one of the, I think, challenges is that I see so many companies trying to hold on to the old ways. That's what they know. That's what they're familiar. They love the relationship they have with their ad agency, which is trying to keep them into the old ways. Hmm. And we don't have a choice. The consumers are moving away from us and we need to look at new marketing options. That's going to take courageous leadership. But the point is we don't have a choice. Uh, consumers are not seeing – this is B2B and B2C. They're not seeing traditional marketing like they, like they used to and we've got to start trying new ideas. Yeah. Hi, this is Kara Swisher, and I want to talk to you about my new podcast for the New York Times called Sway. If you want to know what people who hold power in our world are really all about, you need to hear how they answer the tough questions. And that is my specialty. And although it might get messy, as it always does, it's also going to be really fun. You can get Sway wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes are available Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah, it's interesting, actually, because I, I'm one of those people, I, I have Spotify, the paid version with no ads, and I have Netflix and various other things. And it's really strange, actually, because I, I do look at a lot of YouTube videos and I get really annoyed when the ads come up. <laughs> so I'm... Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's poignant. When I was doing research for my new book, uh, I learned that the first television remote was invented in 1950. Yes, I remember this. Which yeah. basically suggests that as soon as they invented TV commercials, someone invented a way to get away from them. <laughs> and yes. that's, a, that's a message that consumers have been sending us year after year after year. And I think it's, 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 it's ridiculous, and I think it's a great commentary on our, on our society and on our profession when – the response of the advertising agencies when people have ad blockers on their phones is to try to find a way to get around ad blockers and show them more ads. These are people who have opted out to ads, and the and the industry's response is to show them more ads. We're lost. <laughs> yes. Or to put up a little thing saying, we notice you're using an ad blocker. And so you have to click it to, to get around it. Uh, please turn yeah. your, your, your ad blocker off. Uh, yes, anyway, we won't get into that. So it sort of brings us on to the next thing, really. I mean, what sort of things, uh, I mean, obviously, we, we, you know, we're businesses, we, we do want to advertise our wares, we want to get the message out there. I mean, how do you remain memorable in a, in a world that's sort of, I don't know, got content overkill? Want think, word of a, think of a better phrase to say it. Well, I mean, this is something that I've seen coming for for a long time. I, I wrote a very popular blog post in, in 2014 called Content Shock. Yeah. And what I, I, I lay, this is when, you know, content marketing was that was the, the big hype and 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 the, the, the suggestion of the gurus was basically more and more and more content and optimized content and epic content and cover the world with content. 
And what I saw coming was that as as your as your niches get, start to get filled up with content, it becomes more and more difficult to stand out. The content has to even become either has to become greater, which is or more creative, which comes at a cost, or you got to promote it more, which comes at a cost. So increasingly, content marketing is not going to be a sustainable strategy. Mm. When that came out, it was a it was viewed at that time as a very controversial post. I viewed it as a very common sense post. And I think time has proven that I was correct. Mm. And I, I saw something quite interesting in the news about television production and the cost of television production. If you think about the early days of television and look at this as an analogy to what's happening on the internet today, mm. in the early days of television, Anybody could create a TV show, right? Local television was cooking shows, how to fix your car shows, you know, uh, you know, music, just variety shows from local musicians. Yeah. Television got more popular. It got filled up with content. Now, what's the content that gets your attention on television? Game of Thrones. $10 million an episode, right? Mm-hmm. I just saw there are these new streaming channels coming out from Amazon and from Disney, and they're saying that some of these shows are going to be $15 million an episode. Wow. So just when like Game of Thrones raised the bar to $10 million, some of these shows are going to be $15 million. Now, that's TV, but the same, the same dynamic is happening with blog posts, podcasts, mm, yeah. videos. There are... 15 years of video uploaded to YouTube every hour of the day. Gosh. That's a lot of competition. Yeah. And so uh, and, and so I think we, we, we need to – the answer is not more content. And I think the biggest thing that people are missing with content and content marketing is they think the solution – and the, the, the first thing to do in content marketing is to create content, and that is not the thing to do. What you need to do is an assessment to figure out where can we maneuver. Great marketing is not about conformity. It's about nonconformity. And it's, about, it's not about doing more videos or doing more blog posts. It's finding some angle, some niche that you can own and then stick to it with consistency and, and, and you know, trying to stand out that way. But it takes, it takes research, it takes data, it takes assessment, not content. Content is not the first step. Uh, you've got the, the, big, the, the, the biggest word, the most important word in marketing is maneuverability. You've mm-hmm. got to figure out first how you can maneuver. You said something there which uh, reminded me of a phrase which I haven't heard for ages, and that's long tail, because you mentioned about uh, going into to niche. Is that relevant to this, do you think? I think absolutely it is. I think long tail is, is one part of that strategy for people who might be unfamiliar with that term. It means some of the less popular search phrases – but there's some advantages to that because generally speaking, they're more specific. The people who use those phrases kind of know what they want. Mm. They're more ready to buy and it's less competitive. So it costs less to try to attract those, those customers. I think 
the long tail uh, has always been uh, a viable strategy. But I think there are lots and lots of different ways to maneuver. Um, you can maneuver – well, here's an example. One of my friends, John Lee Dumas, cre- you know, he created new content about entrepreneurship. Now, how much content is, in the, is there out there about entrepreneurship? Oh. Barrow loads. Endless. Yeah. It's endless, endless, endless. Yeah. It might seem like insanity to create a new podcast about entrepreneurship. <laughs> but the way he maneuvered was to create a show that broadcast every day. He creates an episode every day. Yeah. He's the only one. So, yes, there's lots of content about entrepreneurship. There's lots of blo- podcasts about entrepreneurship. But if you want to hear about entrepreneurship every day, there's only one place to go, and that's Entrepreneur on Fire, John Lee Dumas. So that's it. There's and I could I, we could sit here for five hours and I could name different ways to maneuver. But the key idea is just you know great marketing isn't doing about what everybody else is doing and being a me too. You've got to find something that you can own for yourself that makes you distinctive. I love the way you say that. I, I love this whole idea of maneuverability. So, I mean, I mentioned long tail, but maneuverability is more about, it sounds like what you're talking about is more about sort of making yourself a bit more unique, I guess, isn't it? Well, it, it could be not necessarily making yourself unique, but finding some unique angle. Um, yeah. You know, another example is I, I met this food blogger in Brazil named Isadora Becker. And again, how many food bloggers are there in the world? Loads. <laughs> uh, loads, right. Yeah. So it's insane It's insane to create a new video channel on, on food, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Isadora also loves movies and television shows. So what, so what she does, this is a case study I feature in my book, uh, Known, about personal branding. Isadora dresses up like characters from the TV shows and movies that she loves <laughs> and makes famous recipes from those shows. I love so it. So for example, on one episode, she dresses up as Marge Simpson <laughs> and teaches her her uh, viewers how to make Homer's donuts. <laughs> so uh, again, it, it's just finding uh, something that you that you can own. Or, or, or finding some unique aspect about yourself. It could be where you do it. It could be how you do it. In the case of John, John Lee Dumas, it could be how often you do it. Mm. It could be how long your posts are or how short your posts are or the, you know, the tone of your posts. It could be how you present them. So there's you, – you just have to step back and – the first step in any marketing strategy is finishing this sentence, only we. That is really hard to do. But you need to take as long as it takes to answer that question, to finish that sentence, before you start one piece of content because you're just wasting your time. If you can't say, only we do what, then you don't know what to say. Mm. You don't know where to say it. You don't know who to say it to. You're just you're, you're creating random acts of content. You need to have a strategy and figure out where do you fit in in this great big world of content shock 
where there's 15 hours, 15 years of video being uploaded every day. What are you going to do about that? How do you fit in? Creating more videos without a strategy just adds to the problem. That's going to be a waste of time and a waste of money. Well, Mark, thanks so much for coming on. Um, just uh, remind our listeners. On, 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 on that happy note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But I, but I think the, the one thing, Andy, I think I hope people take away from this is not to be depressed and not to be overwhelmed, but to also have a great amount of hope because there's so many examples of people out there, even in very crowded niches, who are finding amazing success. Yeah, and those are the people to emulate or at least to get inspiration from. It's been a fantastic talk once again. Um, how can our listeners uh, find out more about you, Mark? And also, where can they get your book? Well, it's very easy to find me. I'm at businessesgrow.com. You can find my blog there, uh, my podcast, which is The Marketing Companion, and uh, my books. I've written eight books. My latest book is called Marketing Rebellion, The Most Human Company Wins. Fantastic. Thanks, Mark. And thanks, listeners, for listening. You can find the show notes in the usual place, sitevisibility.co.uk slash impodcast. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review so that we know how we're doing, because we like reviews. Um, questions and suggestions for future topics and even guests, if you send those to podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. Uh, you can tweet at sitevisibility. Remember that we have a site visibility group on LinkedIn. So that's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Mark. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for coming on, Mark. My pleasure. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Internet Marketing.